It's time to rethink everything, to redo the rulebook, to explore smarter ways to work and rediscover what's possible. It's time for a fresh take on how technology and creativity are changing the way work gets done. I'm Brian Rowley, and this is The Big Rethink. Today, corporate organizations have a responsibility to make the world a better place. Customers and employees both agree. To make an impact, though, and meet customers' and employees' expectations, corporate social responsibility needs to be a top priority for all of us. On this episode of The Big Gray Think, we speak to Alejandra Seja, Vice President of Social Impact and Inclusion and Executive Director of the Panasonic Foundation, and Elizar Gutierrez, Senior Communities Affairs Specialist at Panasonic. This month is an incredibly special time for us here at Panasonic, marking our fourth annual month of service. We'll talk about month of service and why corporate organizations should consider adopting similar models to attract and retain customers and employees, all while making the world a better place. Welcome to the show, Alejandra and Elazar. Thank you for having us, Brian. We're excited to join today's conversation. Thank you, Brian. We look forward to today's conversation. Yeah, so I really can't thank you both enough for being here. I know it's a busy month for us here at Panasonic, uh, especially surrounding um, the conversation of, of month of service. But, you know, I'm, I'm hoping that we can talk a little bit about that. And maybe uh, you can share, Elazar, maybe you can share, because I know it's an, an initiative that you have responsibility for, um, some of the details um, around month of service and what that actually entails. Yes, yeah, so we're really excited. Uh, September marks our fourth annual month of service, as you mentioned, Brian. And it's really a month in which we at Panasonic um, bring hundreds of employees together to uh, volunteer in a hybrid environment. This is an initiative that's led by uh, the Office of Social Impact and Inclusion. And it's really, you know, taking time to pause and let employees know that um They have that opportunity to volunteer in their communities and at food banks and at beach cleanups and, you know, whether it's hybrid or or hybrid in a hybrid environment, a virtual environment or an in-person environment. We just really want to continue upholding our founding principle of contribution to society. So making sure that volunteers have access to opportunities and that at the same time, they're also learning about some of the nonprofits that we're partnering with. So every month it's something special. It's leadership gets very involved. And um, volunteers are looking forward to actively, you know, giving back and spending some time with their colleagues and even in some instances with their family, right, uh, giving back in their local communities. Yeah, it's interesting because the whole concept of giving back, I think until people really engage in it, um, they don't realize some of the benefits associated with that, both personally uh, for the individual, but also professionally uh, from the organization's perspective. Can you talk a little bit for us why, you know, Panasonic specifically, why it's such an important initiative for for the business? So it's part of our culture and it's part of our DNA at Panasonic, right, to give back and and to contribute back to society. Uh, We have a very strong employee volunteering program and even a policy that comes with that where uh, all, you know, majority of Panasonic employees are eligible to volunteer for up to 40 time, 40 hours of paid time off to volunteer and give back in within nonprofit, nonprofits in their community and through events that we put on in our office. So, yeah, we've really caught on that it's part of the culture and about a part of culture building. 
as well as, you know, part of engaging our, our colleagues and really creating that space for them um, to give back and to learn about the nonprofit partners that we partner with. Yeah, you know, it's interesting. When I joined Panasonic, one of the things that really stuck out, I mean, you see a lot of companies and you see a lot of businesses who speak to this concept of giving back and, and community involvement. And and a lot of them, it's just to check a box. And the one thing that impresses me the most about Panasonic is we really do walk the walk. We make sure that and not only are we doing it by the things that you're doing um, surrounding initiatives that take place around month of service. But I think it's also something where every leader within the business understands the importance of it. As you mentioned, it's part of our DNA. And it's also something that, you know, very few companies give individuals actual time uh, and, and and pay time to be able to do that and realize the importance associated with it. So I will tell you, you know, when I joined the organization, it was something that until I learned more about, I, I, I initially thought, okay, is this just a box check? But being a part of the organization now for many years and being involved in a lot of the work that all of you are doing, um, it, it's so much more than that. And it, it's, it's amazing to work for an organization that actually takes it as seriously as Panasonic does. So I applaud all of your efforts. I think it's amazing. Alejandro, clearly, you know, we've seen corporate social responsibility initiatives, right, are crucial sort of to making the world a better place. But over the past few years, I think, there's also been a demand for corporate social responsibility efforts from customers as well as employees. I'm just curious from your perspective, why are we seeing this demand from, from both of those groups, customers and employees, more than we ever have before? Yeah, thank you for that question, Brian. I think that there's an opportunity for us to really ensure that as a company, we're reflecting um, and supporting the communities where we have a business presence. And so I think customers, employees want to see that engagement. They don't just want you to be that company on the corner that, you know, you drive by or you walk past. Uh, they want to see you involved. They want to know if there's a pathway into your industry. So um, I do think that, you know, it's, it's um, an opportunity for us as a company to demonstrate what we value and in turn, attract the talent that we know is going to take our company further. So uh, you both have said it uh, for Panasonic, uh, contribution to society is embedded in our culture, in our DNA. And I think that we can show up authentically in the community when we want to you know, execute a month of service. And I highlight the nonprofits and the causes that are important to us as a company and that are important to community stakeholders. So you are seeing a, an increase of interest. Um, and I think it's a, it's a good opportunity and a good, good um, reflection for us as a company where we can be that best practice for other organizations, other companies, other nonprofits to follow. So I'm excited that you know, we've had just great response internally for our month of service. We're gonna, we're excited to, you know, continue to grow just our presence in the communities where we have strong business presence um, and to be able to connect new organizations and introduce new stakeholders to our work. 
Yeah, I think the community involvement piece, um, and I think the the benefits to community obviously are the things that we all strive for, right? How do we how do we make this place a better place than the, how we found it, right? That's overall what most of us wake up every day hoping that we can achieve in the course of what we're doing. But, you know, you mentioned that, um, you know, you've seen some great response internally in regards to month of service and the initiatives that you have. Can you talk for a second for those that are listening about from your perspective, you know, how the concept of corporate social responsibility actually helps shape the culture within organizations and with businesses? Yeah, I think it's a reflection of a company's values. What do we value? And I think in turn, it allows us to really attract uh, new employees into our workforce, uh, especially our millennials and Gen Zs. The trends that we are seeing from those communities is that they want to see companies that are socially responsible, that are engaged, that can show up authentically, that it is not a check the box. Um, for our talent and recruitment and retention efforts, our employees are asking us, you know, what, what is your strategy in the community? Um, we're fortunate that we have a foundation at the company that's been in existence for over 30 years and has always had a focus on advancing educational equity. A lot of the work that we're currently doing is focusing on how do we support those key nonprofits that are validators in the community so that it is an opportunity for us to be able to create pathways into our industry in the long run for students of color, for communities of color. So it's, um, I think it's a business strategy. I think that we'd love to see more companies um, really be transparent about their CSR priorities for a company like Panasonic. When your basic business principle, your number one basic business principle is contribution to society, it is reflective not just in the legacy that our founder created, but it's something we can continue to build on so, um, you know, we've been able to have the opportunity to work, you know, cross collaboration internally with our HR counterparts that are looking for the recruitment uh, and retaining employees. We do, um, you know, one of the things Eliazar does is he does a, um, a volunteer event for, you know, new employees during their orientation. So we really try to embed it in the culture of the company when you start and, you know, we have these like month of service opportunities for you to take advantage of a very generous policy that's in place where we allow employees to have 40 hours of volunteer time off. So I do think that there's just a lot of cross collaboration internally and externally. Um, and it's a strong reflection of our corporate social responsibility agenda and priorities. Yeah, I love that you tie it back to business strategy, because I think that's really where it becomes effective. It's not a one time event that happens. It's not something that, you know, we have some people that are involved in the business that make it a priority. It is a strategy. Um, it's ongoing. It happens on a regular basis. And I know that you both work extremely hard at making sure that all levels within the leadership within the business are aligned to it and are supportive of it, because these types of initiatives have to have that backing and it has to become a priority, just as we prioritize customer visits and income and revenue to the business. This is an important factor associated with it. So I, I love where you've gone with that. 
That said, though, you know, one thing that I would say is, you know, as CSR becomes more important than we've ever seen it, you know, it, it's also in the past couple of years, right, had its challenges. And so I'd love to understand, Elazar, from your perspective, you know, what is the impact of sort of hybrid volunteering projects had on our abilities to be able to execute and continue this during times where, you know, this pandemic has, you know, moved us to remote work environments where we've had, you know, uh, we were in a shutdown period for a period of time. So I'm just curious, the impacts of hybrid in, in, in overall volunteering programs from your perspective? Yeah, that's a great question, uh, Brian. And I think, you know, for many of us, uh, the pandemic was a very hard time. Um, for uh, for employees at Panasonic, it, it was a time of really giving back. Um, we really had to go back to the drawing board and rethink our strategy when it came to volunteering during a pandemic. Um, many other corporations actually put volunteering programs at, at pause. Um, but at Panasonic, we were really able to double those efforts and actually employee engagement and volunteerism within the first you know two years of the pandemic really grew almost by 50%. So we were able to really see more employees being engaged, but being engaged alongside their families. So it was coming back and, and you know talking with Alejandra and saying, "Are we going to continue, or how are we going to how are we going to have folks engaged?" Right? We and the and the answer was really finding those key partners and those key nonprofits that were able to pivot from having events in person to an, a virtual world, right? And really make, making that one hour that folks were with us meaningful and purposeful. Um, and that's what I think our employees were really attracted to, that the fact that they could join from their home or their living room, but also that they could join with their families or their kids, right? And it was great to see little faces on, on, on Microsoft Teams call and have spouses involved and partners involved, but it was part of who we were. And I think for employees themselves, a lot of feedback we received was like, wow, I was able to do this with my daughter or with my partner or with you know my son. And it sort of also brought them together as a family. And at the same time, they were teaching um, their kids about the culture that they had and about giving back in sort of this virtual environment. So yeah, we look at back at it as, you know, it was a, we made the best out of it, but it was also a really great time to um, involve family members um, as, as we, you know, all lived in a, in a very hybrid environment. I'll just add, because I think one of the things when we pivoted, Brian, was that we heard from employees that it was, you know, mental health and wellness was something that they wanted to prioritize. So having the opportunity to volunteer virtually gave them that that break, that mental health break that they needed. So we've actually, um, Eliazar's done a good job of really focusing on the wellness aspect for an employee. Um, and we saw our numbers, you know, they took a dip uh, initially when the pandemic started, but then it actually gave us an opportunity to really engage virtually um, with business units that we hadn't been able to connect with in person. Um, and give them the opportunity to give back to their community. So um, I think it's the virtual, the hybrid model is here to stay. And I think it's going to help us connect with more employees across the country. Yeah, I was going to add that I think it it actually opened a door for us because I think as individuals looked at this from a perspective of you know, the need to give back, ways to give back. Everybody was trying to figure out how do I help somebody else during the time of the pandemic? And I think you provided an opportunity 
uh, and a pathway for them to do that. It, no matter what the contribution was, any contribution felt like you were doing something. And I think that from a, your point of mental health and wellness, I, I think is an important factor because um, the pandemic as a result impacted a lot of people in a lot of different ways. And, and I love to hear that it's here to stay. I love that the, and that being this hybrid model, because I think that now that we've given individuals a bit of a view into what that feels like and, and what it means to give back, um, I know that there are individuals that reach out every day and ask the question of, you know, what are we doing? How can I help? How can I be involved? And that involvement is really what I think helps us get through some of the challenging times. So, so I love the approach overall. Uh, Alejandro, you know, I, I'm curious, what, what are some of the strategies um, that have been effective for Panasonic that companies who are out there um, and starting CSR efforts um, could utilize or, or even take on that, that we have seen and, and, you know, being more of a thought leader in this conversation at this point, um, what have you seen that, that has been effective and, and, and recommendations you would have for somebody? I think that it is important to have strong cross-collaboration internally with the various departments that touch your CSR agenda and priorities. Um, so that you're not siloed and you're not working in silos. That, I think, is reflective when you think about employee engagement and the work that our human resources division is focused on with employee engagement. We complement those efforts. We complement the efforts of our government affairs team. We complement the efforts of our business leaders. So ensuring that uh, your strategy, your CSR strategy and priorities are strongly connected with the various divisions that you will you know, help influence and help complement, I think is one of the strategies that I've seen from Panasonic and from other corporate colleagues that are focused on the retention efforts and recruitment and employee engagement and giving back to the community. Externally, I would say that it's important to show up authentically, that it's, uh, it's important to not have a one and done event, but that we are truly embedded in the community. And I think the work that we've done in Newark, New Jersey is a reflection of that. The work that we're building in Atlanta, Georgia, in Los Angeles, in Reno, Nevada, it is a reflection of that where we can really work in collaboration with our business units to help execute a strong CSR uh, agenda that really lifts up what is our social responsibility to date and what is it going to continue to be. So you know, I'm excited to continue to work with counterparts in the industry on even, you know, being able to, one of our goals is, can we um, connect with other companies when it comes to our volunteerism efforts? Because every corporate company has some aspect of, you know, uh, giving back to the community, a volunteer engagement. We could be so much more powerful if we all collectively work together in support of the nonprofits that we know are in need of volunteers, the school districts that are looking for mentors and role models. So I think one of the best strategies that I've seen is that it has to be strongly um, interconnected with the various stakeholders internally and externally. Yeah, I, I, I totally, totally agree. Eliza, one, one piece of advice for companies that you would give uh, who are starting out on a CSR journey? Yeah, I think the main piece of advice is to make employee engagement and volunteering part of your business strategy. 
it has to really be part of a, a main core and principle of your business strategy and the culture that you're trying to build internally um, for, for, you know, for your, for your team and for your colleagues. It's really essential that, you know, employee volunteerism is something that's not only done once a month, but that it's sort of done every day from your top leadership to your manager leadership. Something that we've really seen in, in sort of what employees come to us back is that they really, when they see their managers volunteering alongside them, it's meaningful, right? It creates space for them to get to know each other more on a personal level, but it's also gets, it builds a team culture within themselves, right? It, that if their manager and their boss is volunteering, then it's, it's, it's part of who they are and they feel just more comfortable requesting hours to volunteer or saying, I'm going to take this afternoon. So I, I would really embed and recommend that it becomes part of that overall business strategy. Yeah, I, I would agree. I, I mean, it's amazing. You know, we've seen the work that's been done, and and it's it's interesting because when you look at it and see what people are involved in, you see the initiatives around you know more structured events that we've done with Habitat for Humanity. You've seen individuals who donate their time to read to individuals. We have seen people who dedicate their time to pet shelters, to food kitchens. I mean, the list goes on and on and on. So it's 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 really amazing to me at just how involved and engaged the employees wish to be um, and some of the, the structure or even in some cases, just their lack of structure and their wanting to get out there and do their own thing and that flexibility that exists to be able to do that to me is just some of the, the amazing work that we're doing. But before we wrap up, I, I'd love to ask each of you a question. And that is, you know, what has been, you know, your favorite or actually most rewarding uh, CSR moment that you've been involved with uh, while you've been doing this here at, at Panasonic? And Elza, we can start with you. So I would, you know, I would say it's really, um, we've done hundreds of events at this time, right? And um, it, Part of the part of the work that we've done, Brian, is we also we survey our employees on an annual basis of what causes they really want to hone in on it when it comes to volunteering. Right? What what are they seeing, or what what's the, what are those causes that bring them joy and in in, in, in in passion when thinking about going out and volunteering? But for me, I think my favorite moment would just be that we've really been able to build these efforts across our business units um, that we've been able to expand, and that hybrid environment has allowed us for colleagues to cr- come together. So it makes me really happy when I jump on a call and we have, you know, 100 folks or 50 folks and they're all from five of Panasonic's business units coming together for this one hour to really give back and volunteering. That's what really excites me. Um, and for it excites me also to just know that our employees are giving back and that um, they're happy doing it, that it brings them sort of an hour of also mental wellness while they're 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 volunteering and that they're also learning about the importance of the nonprofits that we serve. So for me, it's exciting to see these efforts grow, to see these efforts expand, um, and to really, you know, share people that this is who we are as a company and this is part of our culture. So uh, I think that's what excites me the most. Yeah, I love that. Alejandra. I love being in community. So anytime we get to read to students in person, especially the young elementary students, that's our future workforce. I love being in community. So the literacy events that we've had in the past have been just they're always inspiring and to be able to uh, work with teachers, we, we've revitalized teacher lounges. But one of my top favorites is last year, we engaged our counterparts in Mexico in a virtual volunteer kit building. And that for us was just phenomenal to be able to make those connections with 
our counterparts in another region. Uh, we are really excited. There's such great momentum that's been sparked from the month of service, and it originated because we wanted to uh, pay tribute to a lot of the first responders and highlight the importance of remembering 9-11. And now it's just really, you know, it's created this movement of wanting to identify those nonprofits in our communities that we want to give back to. We are excited, hopefully in the future, on the horizon for Panasonic is a global day of service with our counterparts, you know, globally. So, um, you know, we're excited to just kind of continue building the momentum and keeping this movement going on. Yeah, thank you both for that. I love the fact that we are taking a leadership role in this. I think the involvement of business in communities and and working towards these initiatives and shedding and providing some light to either underserved areas or areas that need business corporate attention, um, I think is an amazing effort for us. I can't thank you both enough for the work that you do. Uh, it is amazing. You've done a great job at, you know, getting people engaged and involved within the Panasonic organization. And I can't thank you enough for being here today and sharing some of the insights around what you're doing and how we can help others to do that. So thank you very much for your time. Thank you, Brian. You've been a great supporter of our work. So we appreciate the opportunity to share uh, our work on month of service. Appreciate you, Brian. Thanks for the continued support. Thank you both. Before we sign off, if you enjoyed this podcast, you can help us grow by visiting our feed on iTunes to rate, review, and subscribe. Or if you're listening on Spotify, be sure to hit follow. That's it for us. I'm Brian Rowley, and that was another episode of The Big Rethink.